0: Come on in, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. We've got a special episode for you today. This is our Survivor All Runners-Up Season Draft. Uh, My name's Alex, and I will, as always, be uh, running you through our episode today. And I am joined by a special first-time guest, Elizabeth. Welcome to Outwatch.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: (laughs) Uh, As our listeners know, At Watch is usually comprised of a mixture of Survivor superfans and newbies. Um, You definitely fall in the superfan category.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What was your, um, tell us your Survivor introduction story.
1: Um, so as a child, I watched it growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most vivid season memory was All Stars with Rob and Amber. Yeah. Um, I kind of have these snippets of memories of the early seasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then in about, I think, 2012, I kind of got really deep into it. Yeah. So The Philippines. Um, yes. I watched live, and then I kind of went back and binge-watched everything else. Awesome. And then from that point on, I've pretty much been deep into the podcast world uh-huh. and the... Uh, just watching live with everybody. Yeah,
0: so. awesome. Philippines is maybe my favorite season. It's, it's pretty good. Top three some, for me, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Denise is impressive.
0: She Uh, is psyched to see her in season 40. Yeah. She's like, I think, a low-key sleeper winner pick.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what we're doing today, this is a special episode of Outwatch. Um, Hopefully you listened to our Kagiyan finale recently. What a fun time. Um, My llama is still in my room. I need to deliver it to our winner. Um, On our normal rewatch series, what we do is we'll watch an old season episode by episode and, like, talk about it. But everybody else I'm watching it with has never seen the season before. So we do, like, Fantasy Survivor, um, and the winner gets a special prize. And, of course, for Kageon, it's a llama (laughs) because of Tony's llama. Definitely. (laughs) Um, But I just haven't delivered it yet. But today we're doing a special episode where um, we've done a draft episode in the past. This is going to be similar where we are drafting for an all-runners-up season. So... Um, Elizabeth and I will go back and forth selecting, um, past survivor players who made it to the final tribal council and lost and have never won subsequently. Um, a point of order note, uh, we are going to choose these people imagining them as if they're going to play in like real life in 2019 or whatever. We're not going to transport you know, 2000 version of Colby Donaldson into 2020. It's going to be Colby Donaldson at age, whatever age he is now, etc. So, really excited for this. I think this is going to be a lot of fun.
1: Definitely, me too.
0: Um, I think a great way to start our conversation about um, Runners-Up and Final Tribal Councils is do you have a favorite or one of your favorite Final Tribal Councils of all time?
1: So I think the first one that comes to mind for me is actually Cook Islands. Um, Interesting. I wish that it had been a final two, Uh um, but I think it was the test of Brains versus Challenge Prowess and Mm -hmm. Brawn in Yule versus Ozzy and like the two great Mm. skills of Survivor and seeing how they compare to each other. Yeah. Um, It would have been more epic if it was a final two rather than the first final three, but was still Mm -hmm. one of my favorites just from the way that the competitors were paired yeah. together, and that's, it's one of the strongest final twos I think, or well, final threes, but right of two people in a final tribal council.
0: That's a really good answer. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that. Um, that's really good. I'm
1: partial to Cook Island. Uh huh. So yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah,
0: that's a great. That's a great one. I've got to. Um, one of my favorites. I'm blanking on the name of the season. It was, um, and now I'm blanking on the name of the winner. <laughs> Gosh, why am I doing this? It's the one that Coach lost.
1: South Pacific? South Pacific. With Sophie Clark. With
0: Sophie, yeah. I love that one, too, because Sophie just freaking ran circles around Coach and, like, actually talking about game stuff. And then Coach, like, it becomes clear he, like, doesn't really know what he's doing or talking about.
1: Definitely. Yeah,
0: and just the way that it, I think, subverts what so many people, like, expected. mm mm-hmm. um, It was really good. Yeah, Sophie, I think, is a really underrated winner, too. Definitely, but,
1: yeah. I love Sophie as a winner.
0: Yeah. So the way that this draft is going to work, we're going to go back and forth. We've got the list of all losing finalists in front of us. Um, and we are going to draft two tribes of ten players. Um, and we can use whatever parameters we want to decide who we want. If it's somebody that we think would actually be really good, if it's somebody we just want to see play again, if it's a joke, whatever. We'll we'll pick whoever we want. We did... um a while back we did an all pre-merge season Mm. and there were some fun picks in there for sure that like definitely have no business (laughs) playing survivor again but like you've got to give chicken morris like (laughs) a try (laughs) um so yeah what do you say let's hop into it
1: yep i'm ready to go
0: all right um i'll flip a coin here to decide who gets the first pick do you want heads or tails i'll take heads Ooh, it's tails Uh. Ya boy gets pick number one. Let me pull up my notes here. Mm -hmm. But I'm uh, pretty confident (laughs) in pick number one. Give me Dominic Abate. Was that That number one on your board, uh, too? Number
1: one, yeah.
0: So I'll take Dom. Um, Dom, of course, the closest person to ever... The person who came the closest to winning Survivor with not winning, tying with Wendell in Ghost Island... um, Certainly one of the most capable people on this list, I think. Not only because he was so close, but he is a obviously a great strategic player. Super fun to watch. Would definitely love to see him in another um, season. I wonder if he would kind of have the same effect going into it as like winners do coming back into other seasons. Where he's almost viewed as like mm-hmm. the person who is the biggest threat for that reason. But... I'd love to see him give it a shot. And based on some of the people on this list, maybe he'd be able to overcome it and and do it. So give me Dominic Abate, uh, slam dunk pick number one.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that pick. And I agree with your thinking that he would have a big target. I think he's definitely the biggest name. And he also has a little bit of recency bias in that it's very fresh in people's minds. But um, he's basically a winner. He just...
0: missed it by one vote yeah
1: and it wasn't even a real like I mean it was a real vote but it wasn't one of the main votes
0: that man that season for as like frustrating as it was that finale was so good Mm -hmm. I loved that finale
1: definitely and
0: just like the moment when Jeff comes back and is like I'll read the votes and you're like what
1: yeah (laughs) super cool I think everyone was like it's a tie (laughs) yeah yeah it was so cool yeah all right
0: the pick is yours who you got
1: Alright, so this one's actually a little tricky for me. I have two that are almost equal in my mind Mm -hmm. um, and I think you may disagree with me, but I think I'm going to actually take Mama C as my first pick. Wow,
0: all the way at the top. I think she is
1: very similar to some other people in the losing finalist pool, Mm -hmm. but I think she potentially has less of a target on her back and that people will forget her. Um, Had... Mike not gone on the run that he did in uh, Worlds Apart, I mm-hmm. think that she would have won the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I definitely think she has a great shot at winning.
0: That's a good pick. She was on my list, too. Maybe not quite that high, but... Mm-hmm. And that's, um, frankly, due to my personal biases. Um, that season is the only season ever that I, like, stopped watching.
1: Yeah, I hate that season. I it's it. one of my very least favorite seasons yeah. of all time. But... I think Mama, Mama is good. the bright spot in the terribleness of that season.
0: I would love to see her play again. She was fun. Mm-hmm. All right. It's mine again. I also have, man, just a, f- a few people that I really want, and I don't know who I'm going to prioritize. Um, okay, I'm going to maybe kind of take a weird swing here, but uh, give me Hannah Shapiro. Yep. Um I think Hannah is a super underrated player, she was like right there in the heat of when I think her archetype was somebody that was just severely undervalued in like the metagame of Survivor, kinda like the funny anxious young girl, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas now we've seen people who fill that role, have a little bit more success and command a little bit more respect perhaps. Um, Yeah, I loved watching Hannah play and would love to watch her play again. Um, Yeah, that's one of my favorite seasons, too. I think this one's kind of slept on. I love Millennials Gen X. So yeah, yeah, would love to see Hannah again and think that she like is a really smart and strong player and and could do a lot of damage.
1: Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite seasons. And I had her pretty high up on my list. Yeah, Um, the thing I worry about with Hannah is the same thing she ran into the first time around is that people maybe won't be aware of what she's doing Mm
2: -hmm, and -hmm. that
1: they won't notice the move she's making because she does have a more timid personality. But I think she's definitely intelligent and she's very skilled at the game. Yeah.
0: This is my own like projection of how I, uh, there's no solid evidence to support this, but I feel like judging on Hannah's like social media presence nowadays that the current version of Hannah is a lot more self-assured and confident Mm-hmm. Than the version that played survivor again, this is me judging like what she posts posts on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I would love to see that version play and think that, yeah, maybe that problem would be alleviated a little bit mm-hmm. thinking that maybe she's a little more confident and like willing to be out there. So I
1: think so too. Definitely.
0: All right. Back to you.
1: All right. So I'm honestly kind of surprised you didn't take this person okay. uh, last round just because I think you think highly of this person. Um, I'm a little hesitant because they're very similar to my last pick in yeah. my mind, and that's Chrissy Hofbeck. Yeah, that, so, was, that was
0: the other one I was thinking about. Yeah,
1: I think that she and Mama C played... Uh, they have similar reputations, I guess, in the game. Um, Chrissy, I definitely think, could have won her season. She almost lost in the same way that Mama C did in yeah. terms of someone having idols or immunity for a very long stretch, kind mm-hmm. of stopping her in the end. Yeah. Um, but I think that on a return season she would be great Mm -hmm. um and i think she would have a somewhat large target but not as large as some other people so
0: yeah yeah i agree i think if chrissy plays in a season six seasons earlier than (laughs) the one she did like she wins that 100 times out of 100 yeah um yeah chrissy's great i almost picked her too um great challenge performer yeah really fun to watch um yeah good pick i agree Okay, um, this next one makes me a little nervous, but in that I think he would maybe have the biggest target on his back of anybody playing. I'm going to pick Spencer Bledsoe. Um, Mm -hmm. I love watching Spencer play Survivor. Um, I loved both time watching him both times he played. We talked about this pre-recording is that a lot of these people maybe on their second time in where, like, going into it were people that you'd say, yeah, I would love to watch him play again, but then you watch him play again, and you're like, eh, mm-hmm. that's fine. <laughs> but I thought Spencer was great on his second time. This is actually the time he does make it to Final Tribal. Mm-hmm. Ran into a um, survivor legend in Jeremy Collins. Um, and, yeah, I think just, like, the personal growth that it seemed like he experienced from in between Kagian to um second chances was huge um and yeah I I would like to see him play again but I also do think that of everybody on this list um maybe with like a few exceptions Spencer is like maybe the biggest name survivor person so Mm -hmm. I think it'd be tough for him to get super deep into the game but would love to see him try
1: Yeah, I agree. I had him high up on my list as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Um, And I think he would have a big target. He's definitely done really well in both seasons. Yeah. And I think um, he could... I think he definitely could win on his third time out. We've seen people do it before. True, yeah. Um, And he got better in his second time, which Mm -hmm. is sort of rare. Yeah, (laughs) Generally, people do worse at that point. Um, Yeah. I don't know um, what his story would be in the third season. Mm. That's the only thing. I feel like he's grown so much in his yeah. two seasons that I mean it would be interesting yeah. to see an older Spencer, but I and mm. I think he he would do well.
0: Old, grizzled Spencer yeah. <laughs> Bledsoe. so <laughs> I just man, we again we just finished our Kagayan walk walkthrough or watch rewatch. Uh-huh. One of the like subtle moments that I think is so funny is after like cast flips in that tribal and he's like Cass, 0% chance of winning this game. <laughs> I think it's so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, it would be great to see the two of them. I mean, I guess we did see them together, uh-huh. but it wasn't quite the same. They have
0: yeah. one of, if it's not so the best, like, survivor relationships ever. Definitely. Yeah, there's the thing we talked about in our rewatch a lot is how they're, like, ser- it seems they, like, loathe each other, yet they, like, need each other mm-hmm. in, like, this really interesting way. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Back to you.
1: Okay. So this one uh, might be weird. Um, I am going to go with Laurel Johnson. Okay.
0: So she was high on mine too, actually. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: I think um, Laurel, I think that, In a second time out, Laurel will be extraordinary because of what her first time was um, and because of how well she knows the game. I think that she won't hesitate to make big moves and to figure out where she needs to move to have the numbers. Um, And I think she's really savvy. And I think people will underestimate her because of the first game Mm -hmm. um, that she played. And um, I think she'll be able to make a lot of connections and won't... Um, scare people in terms of them taking her to the end they'll think she might be a goat again mm-hmm. i think she'll run into similar things that hannah will run into in terms of making sure people see what she's doing yeah and that they don't uh they're not like blind to the moves she's making mm-hmm.
0: yeah i like laurel a lot she was my pre-game winner pick for that season and so uh, i have a special connection to her because i you know was okay. rooting for her the whole time because i wanted to be right yeah, I, I agree with all that. I think that she would definitely be underestimated the second time and is like a smart and good player who just got really stuck in a tough spot and still like obviously made it to the final tribal. So she inherently like made it farther than everyone else with mm-hmm. a few exceptions. So, yeah, would love to see Laurel play again. I think she's got a ton of upside.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, she just ran into two very strong powerhouse players. Mm-hmm. But I think in most seasons, unfortunately, in this season, she'll still have to play against Dominic. Right. That's Um, true. That would
0: be really interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think I don't think she would fall into the same trap Mm -hmm. she
0: did this Mm -hmm. her first time around. Yeah. All right. Good pick. Um, Give me Courtney Yates Mm -hmm. fan favorite. Courtney Yates, Um, man, what a unique and fun player for the time in which she played. I feel like. She was a person that Survivor didn't cast at the time that she was casted, and I think opened the door for other um, non-traditional reality show people mm-hmm. <laughs> um, And so, yeah, obviously you love her for that. and also it's just been such a long time since we've seen Courtney and she was a really compelling and interesting and like smart player. Um, I have no idea where her life has taken her in the X number of years mm-hmm. since she last played, but I'd love to see her play again, so I'll take Courtney.
1: I definitely agree. Um, even if Courtney wasn't to make it to the end in the season, just her presence would be enjoyable. Yes. Um, even in Heroes versus Villains, I enjoyed getting a little bit of Courtney. Uh-huh. Um, I think she would do well. I think she would be probably underestimated. There's potentially yes. people... Who would be in the season that wouldn't even know who Courtney is. For
0: sure, yeah. She's early like era of Survivor. Definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think um she doesn't get enough credit for China uh and mm-hmm. her performance yep. there. And I think Amanda gets a lot of the attention when Courtney really should have gotten some more credit.
0: Yeah. I, think I so mean too. Todd
1: was obviously amazing. Right. Um, but Courtney was right there with him.
0: Yep. Yeah, she got the, the GOAT status when yeah, I don't really she really didn't deserve it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. So my next pick is coming out of nowhere. Okay. So um, I'm going to go with Sabrina Thompson from okay. One World. Okay. So One World is, strangely enough, one of my favorite... Uh, I wouldn't say it's my one of my favorite seasons, but it's up there. Yeah. Um, not because of the strategy. I mean, Kim is awesome. Right. Um, it's nice that a group of women make it to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I think that Sabrina was overshadowed by Kim and she kind of had the same problem that Laurel had and that she didn't know when to jump ship yep. to take that person out. And yep. um, I think aside from that, she played a great game. I think she would be completely underestimated. Yep. Um, and I think she's had a few years to gain some more wisdom on the game and how she played. And so I think that she would be very successful in mm-hmm. a second time out.
0: Yeah. She was on my list. I don't remember that season super well, but I um, was doing my research and did remember her. And yeah, that she was a like definitely a capable player, um, but tough to win when you're playing against um, the goat. So
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah, that
0: is a, a definitely an under the radar pick, but um, seems like a good one.
1: I have a soft spot for One World.
0: Yeah, that's a weird one to have <laughs> a soft spot for. Um. I don't, I don't know. I'm so torn in this next pick and I feel like both of them are like basic options, Mm -hmm. but I got to do what my heart's telling me. Uh, Give me Fish back. Got to have him on an all runners up season. He is one of the iconic survivor runners up. Um,
1: Got Courtney and Steven on the same Try. That'll
0: be fun. Would love that. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, Fishback again is the like iconic runner-up in that he, in his mind, played a winning game, and in the mind of everybody on the jury, did not. Um, and just like that, I don't know that um, difference is just like such an what one of the things that makes Survivor so interesting, and in that there is no clear win condition. It's whatever people decide the win condition is. Mm-hmm. Um, Fishback is such, obviously, a smart player. He is uh, has always been one of my favorites to watch. Um, and, again, I, I just don't think you can have a runner's up season without including Stephen Fishback in that. Would he want to play Survivor again? I don't know. But um, would love to see him take on the likes of some of these other runners up and, and see how it goes. So, gotta have Fishback.
1: Definitely, and I think um, I think Steven's a great pick. The only hesitation I have with it is we've seen him play yeah. a second time, and he had a weird obsession with Joe that kind of <laughs> did him in. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that he maybe if he didn't have that in right. his eyes, he might have made it farther, Let's but see. we can definitely see from the way that JT has played yeah. that Stephen was integral to his game. Right. A lot of people thought that JT could have done that without him, but right. definitely I think Stephen was... Important mm-hmm. and JT would not have won without Steven. Yeah, um, and so Steven definitely deserves a place in an all losing finalist season.
0: What if they did a survivor like rivals season where you had? I feel like people have <laughs> talked about this before either like on the same or opposing tribes, definitely, like yeah. like iconic pairs. Like you had Steven versus Joe, yeah. and you had <laughs> I don't know, I can't think of any other immediate ones off the top of my head that would be if you gave me well, a second I to mean, think about it. Robin
1: can, Russell, but we kind of already had right, that. Right, we one. did
0: that. You could do like a Cass and Spencer. Yeah. You know, that Definitely. would be Definitely. Really
1: I think it would be great. I think we there's a lot that you could do with rivals yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: that'd be fun. All right, what who is your fifth pick? All right.
1: So, Oh, man. This one's tricky. I So I've got all women on my tribe, but I think I'm going <laughs> to keep up the keep trend. Keep it going. Um, there's a lot of strong women in this group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am going to go with Stephanie LaGrosa.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: So Stephanie, um, I think, like, back when she was the runner-up in Guatemala, yep. I don't know that I would have picked her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I definitely think that she played a stronger game than Danny, And I think mm-hmm. that she's a mother now. And she's kind of lived her life, and she's kind of in a sweet spot for Survivor. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe people have forgotten about her a little bit. Um, She's still a really big name. There's still people that reference her when they're asked who their favorite Survivor player is. Which is wild. It's a little tricky, yeah. I think she could still have a big target, but um, I think that she'll be the kind of person that people will want to align with her because of the player and the reputation that she has. Um, And that she could... I think, adapt to the new gameplay, even though she played in some older Mm -hmm. seasons. Mm -hmm. And I think her heroes versus villains experience will help also to kind of counteract her reputation. Sure. Yeah. Um, It wasn't the greatest showing. And I think it's not her true showing.
0: Yeah. She would be such like a fundamentally different player at this point now too. definitely feel like completely different archetype.
1: Yeah. Yeah, really she'd be like the mom, like yeah. the old woman which, <laughs> which is so is weird. crazy. Yeah. And she's really not that old, but I think it would just be like for nostalgia's sake it would be fun to see her. Yeah.
0: You've got a lot of women over 40 on your tour. I know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just noticing. But it probably says something, like, that's a...
1: But they're strong women. Yeah. They could all hold... I mean, Chrissy's won a ton of challenges. Yeah. Stephanie, obviously. I think they'd all be great. Now
0: you just need Lisa Welchel.
1: I know. (laughs) I also have a soft spot for her. talking, I know.
0: Um, Before we move on to the next pick, we've each taken five picks, so let's do a quick recap of where our tribes stand at this point. uh, My tribe... Maybe we should come up with cool tribe names before the end of this. Okay. TBD. Uh, I've got Dominic Abate, Hannah Shapiro, Spencer Bledsoe, Courtney Yates, and Stephen Fishback. A veritable Pantheon of Survivor Misfits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
2: true.
0: <laughs> um, Elizabeth has got Mama C, Chrissy Hofbeck, Laurel Johnson, Sabrina... What's her last Thompson. name? Sabrina Thompson. <laughs> and Stephanie LaGrosa. And there we're halfway through already. What time flies? Wow. Um, Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pick the other half of the pair I was debating between, um, and I'll take Tasha. Mm -hmm. I know Tasha has also played a few times herself, um, and similarly to Spencer, actually performed better um, finish-wise on her second time. Even though I think maybe we think of her first season as like maybe more successful, at least I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think she blended into the background a little bit more on her second time. But yeah, again, I've said it a number of times, but having just rewatched on I was so impressed by her like game awareness her first time out. Of course, like her physical ability is really strong, but all the way back in like the second episode when the brains are like falling apart. Um, And, you know, Garrett Adelstein is on his rampage. It's like she's the only one who's like, dog, this is not how you play Survivor. (laughs) Like we're playing Survivor out here and really kind of like started that insurrection, which is a very small moment in that. But uh, I think an example of how, yeah, she's really game savvy um, and isn't just like a strong challenge performer, but really is a good social and like strategic player, too. So. Yeah, Tasha's one of my, I think, favorite survivors as well, and so would love to see her play again.
1: I think so. I think that's a great pick. I had her on my list, not terribly high up, but mm-hmm. not. she was still in my, I would say, top 20. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right, her second season, she definitely faded into the background. Mm-hmm. I think that second season, the Kageyan people also had a really big target just in yeah. general because there were so many of them. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that it would help her to be out there with Spencer again. They might still yeah, have I know, a target. Right? Yeah. Um, But I think she would be the m- less targeted of the pair. Yeah. Um, Spencer yeah, will definitely. definitely take the brunt of that. And so she might be able to stay mm-hmm. under the radar.
0: Maybe um, even better than a survivor rivals is like, it wouldn't be blood versus water, but similar in that like you have iconic survivor pairs. Yeah. Like, not that are hate each other, but like work well together. So uh-huh. like. I don't know how you would split up tribes to make that work. You could probably just do, like, a Blood versus Water yeah, sort of thing. Have but to be. Yeah, because then you could do, like, um, yeah, like the Steven and JT, have them, like, play together again. That would be really interesting. Yeah. And just uh, honestly imagining, like, Tasha and Spencer, like, playing together, like, like tugs at my heartstrings. Yeah. I would love to see them, like, work together and play together. It would be so fun.
1: Well, and it gives them incentive to work together. Because yeah. I think often there's a a feeling of needing to keep your distance when you're on a season with someone Uh from your old season. Uh Um, and that would like, everyone would have that. And so it would be really interesting. I think I agree.
0: All right. Who you got pick number six.
1: Okay. (laughs) So this one, uh, I'm going to add a male to my team. All right.
0: I don't know that
1: I think my women are going to be stronger than him physically, but I'm going to go with Ryan
0: Ulrich. No way. He was actually one of my next ones, too. So,
1: yeah, I think that he got way overshadowed by Ben and Chrissy. Um, And I guess I'm putting him on the same tribe with Chrissy, so that would be tricky. But Mm -hmm. I think he is so, like, forgotten that he would do really well. And we know he knows the game. He's a super fan. Um, and he's able to adapt to what's going on. And I just think that, um, he would do really well a second time out. Yeah. Um, and nobody would think about him.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that he would say that being put on the same tribe as Chrissy is a lot like a sad birthday party. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I had Ryan, um, pretty close next too. I think that like he won the pre-merge of that season Definitely. effectively as far as airtime goes and like agency goes. And then, yeah, he just like disappeared
1: um I yeah. think he probably
0: rose his target too high and tried to slide back under, and then could never get back up, but
1: well, and all the idols that came out, yeah. and then he wasn't he had the stuff at the beginning, but mm-hmm. then not as much later, mm-hmm. and so yeah, um i think I think that it would be fun um, thinking of your pairs team to put Ryan and like devin together oh together, devin I need more devin, devin Pinto, Pinto, Pinto. Back. yeah, um unfortunately, he wasn't a finalist, but he was yeah. definitely on the- top oh of he my would be mind. gone like right away first round oh yeah he's so likable yeah
0: he's great yeah i would love to see ryan play again i think he'd be a really interesting player to watch yeah um if we're just going off a sheer challenge performance right now <laughs> there's honestly <laughs> i was gonna like rag on yours but i don't really have
1: um, i have chrissy and she's chrissy's good beast, chrissy's so. great
0: yeah um and laurel good.
1: and sabrina are both not bad stephanie Lagrosa also that's great. true so you know
0: yeah i think you actually would my women be... are
1: gonna
0: tasha's great spencer's good but spencer's good Puzzles. Stephen will probably good. help out
1: my tribe. Yeah. Yeah. By shooting our targets.
0: Uh-huh. Shooting your targets. Um, we have to make sure that there aren't any, like, thick logs around yeah. for Stephen <laughs> to have to deal with. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're on to pick number seven, right? Yeah. And we're nearing the end of this. Um, okay. This... This is a, a pick that I would not have ever made... Until the finale episode of this individual's season. Do you know who I'm talking about? Ooh. Take a guess. Is it Gavin? It's Gavin. <laughs> it's Gavin. Okay. Yeah, I was um, annoyed with Gavin all season. Mm hmm. It's like, I thought preseason he would be a really interesting character, a really smart player. Um, and then all season it seemed like he was doing nothing. Um, and then we got to the finale, and I thought he should have won. <laughs> so um, I can probably talk at length about why I think that is, but it would require a lot of processing, and I'll spare all of you that. But um, I think Gavin's probably an underrated, under-the-radar player who would, some like, like some of these other people, not be the biggest target, um, and yet I think has the potential to... Um, Yeah, play like a winning game. Um, Yeah, I think there's probably a whole lot of Gavin's game that we just didn't see on the screen, hopefully. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'll take a flyer on Gavin here.
1: I think it's a good pick. I had him on my list. Um, I was kind of, he's in this, like, limbo where I was like, I might pick him on the spur of a moment, but I don't know for sure. I'm with you. Um, His final tribal council really... um, I was rooting for him to mm-hmm. win. I think a big part of that is just that he played Survivor. You're right. Him. It was a different game. But I think the the hard part is we don't know what his game was through yeah. the season. And it's really hard to know how much he was actually controlling things. Um, but I think he would still be great on a second season. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. It's hard to know how much he would control things yeah. and if his story would be different.
0: Yeah. And he's not great in confessional which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think he would do a better job the second time out, after experiencing the edge of de- extinction, like stress trauma <laughs> that he did. Yeah. Yeah, not being on edge of extinction, of course, but being a Dealing victim of that. the yeah. edge of extinction. Well, and
1: I think because we had it was so much of Rick and Chris right. at the end that it's really hard to know what Gavin did, mm-hmm. but he he seemed to understand the game and. Yeah what his role was in it, so...
0: Yep, I left that episode thinking Gavin should have won. Yeah. So...
1: I have to say, though, that finale is still... It was very exciting. It was. Like, one of the most exciting finales.
0: It was super compelling, yeah. When you get into the deeper questions about what it means for Survivor as a game, obviously it gets... (laughs) Yeah. Not good, but, yeah, it was was really fun TV. Yeah.
1: Cool. Okay, so... um, Looking at my list, I just have a ton of women, but I'm still gonna keep <laughs> with it. So I am going to pick, unsurprisingly, from Cook Islands, uh-huh. Becky Lee. So
0: I don't even know who that is. I know, honestly. So <laughs> Becky gets a bad
1: rap for riding Yule's coattails through the season. She gets zero votes in the final tribal council. Hmm. People tend to forget that she existed because it was the first final three, ah. but really it was a top two. Uh, but, but I think that Becky is super intelligent. Um, she knows the game really well, and I and she knew at the time that Yule was her best way to the end. We mm-hmm. see it time and time again. Laurel did it with Dominic and Wendell, and I think that Becky, on her own, she's now, um, I think, in her 40s, and she's a businesswoman, and she's definitely well-established. She's mm-hmm. in great physical shape, and so I think that she would do really well. I think, uh, obviously, no one would remember her. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> she should do great on a, on a second season.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know who she is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta watch Cook Islands.
0: I know, yeah. I've, I've slept on that one. She does. She's time. famous
1: for her uh, very terrible fire-making challenge, so oh, you would hope that that motivated her to learn how to make that. fire a little bit better given what's going on right yeah. now. But yeah. um, I think that would be the biggest worry, but maybe <laughs> she'll she'll surprise people and yeah. they'll think she can't make fire, and then she'll win it at the end. All I've been Since doing. Since the fire-making <laughs> win is, like, the way to win uh-huh. now.
0: All I've been doing is making fires for the last 12 years. Yeah. I can't get this moment out of my head.
1: It was pretty bad.
0: I do remember the running back fire challenge, yeah. That's the one where they, like, gave them matches and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Tough look.
1: They ran out of matches. Tough look.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, we're on to pick number eight. Running down to the bottom here, kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here Um, to some degree. Oh! Goodness gracious, nobody do I feel super great about that's left. I'm going to take Angelina um, from uh, David vs. Goliath. Um, Angelina is a strong player. She found an idol. She is um, a controlling and masterminding person. Um, who got under the skin of a lot of people that she played with, but I like to think that her awareness of that would yield better fruits in her gameplay um, in a second time around. Um, She is definitely an abrasive person, um, and to be honest, for most of the season when I did watch her, I, like, did not love watching her. But um, I think... Yeah, looking at some of these options. Um, Yeah, I would like to see her play again. She was fun to watch, um, and I think has some upside if she kind of smooths out the edges of her social game. Mm
1: -hmm. I think so, too. I think um, she played a good game. I think Mike helped her out a lot. Um, And so I don't know how she'd do without him kind of also manipulating people with her. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think... If she had more awareness, I feel like she had awareness because just in her career path, she must know that about herself. Right. But I think she just really strongly embraced the villain side of her. Yep. Um, and she was definitely fun TV, and so I would love to watch her play again. Yep. I would be worried that she. it would be hard for her to overcome her villainous uh-huh. uh, reputation. Got to have some villains, though. Definitely, definitely. And, I, I mean, I'm all for it. Just don't know what her likelihood is of winning, yeah. but um, she made it to the end once, so True. she could do it again.
0: Love the idea of, like, a power alliance between Hannah and Angelina. Oh, yeah. I could totally yeah, see Yeah, Hannah
1: could, Hannah could really utilize that to uh-huh. her benefit.
0: Yeah. All right, who you got? Pick number eight.
1: Cool, yeah. I've got uh, a couple options. They're all kind of strange. Uh-huh. Um, so I, this one is... It's tricky because this person has become more famous since being on Survivor.
0: I was thinking um, about this person, too. <laughs> yeah, and they
1: did really well. I think people were surprised that they didn't win their first season. Yep. Um, I would be afraid, though, now they've kind of got like the fame mm-hmm. problem to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Chase Rice. Yes. Add a little bit of strength uh, on the male side of my tribe.
0: I almost picked um, him.
1: Yeah, so I think that he played really well um in Nicaragua yeah. Nicaragua is also a season I really don't like that much um and so I almost like didn't want to pick him just because I don't like that season but yeah. I think that he would do really well um and I feel it's hard to say what the survivor community knows of him because I feel like he's not that big of a name celebrity yeah. wise like people kind of know of him but he's not like Taylor Swift totally. so totally. I think he could still fly under the radar a yeah. Little bit.
0: yeah that's an interesting question because, yeah, there, there's definitely been times where, like, I will be, you know, like, with a friend or something, and they'll play, like, a song that's by Chase Rice or whatever, and I'm like, hey, did you know this guy, like, almost won Survivor? They're <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. real. Um, yeah, I I'd almost picked him, too. He did play, like, a relatively good game in, like, a season of weak players, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, it would be interesting for Survivor as a show to have this person who... Yeah, played Survivor and then got famous, like, and is now relatively famous. Like, play again. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, and got famous for reasons other than playing Survivor, you know. Definitely. And, yeah. Well, and
1: he's very charming. I think mm-hmm. people would still like him. Yeah. And, they, and for the most part, I think he would be able to adapt to the, what the game is now. It's hard to mm-hmm. say. Nicaragua had its own weird
0: twists, yeah. so
1: I yeah. think he'd do okay.
0: He feels like Merge Boot.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. Chase Rice off the board. Um, We've only got two picks left, and I am now in the place where I'm debating between picking, like, the big names Mm
1: -hmm. that have
0: played a lot. Mm -hmm. But, like, feel like you've got to have them in runner-up seasons. Or picking the, like, deep cuts. Or picking, like, the jokes. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: Um, and I don't know where I'm going to land. I'm just going to take a swing here. Okay. Uh, I don't want to do it. (laughs) I'm going to do, I'm going to do Aubrey. Aubrey just played like a season ago. Um, but gosh darn it. If I'm not the biggest Aubrey Bracco fan, she is so fun And so um, smart and good at Survivor. And every time she was on the screen in Edge of Extinction, it made it better. Even though it was not a great season and she did not do a lot. Gosh darn it. If I wasn't nearly crying when she was crying, when she found that idol. Um, I get the sense that Aubrey's probably done with Survivor after that whole (laughs) debacle. But... And we've seen a lot of her, especially recently, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. One of the biggest, like, um, losing finalist kind of snubs of all time. She feels like an important person to have on this season. If you're saying, like, these people almost won. Um, Yeah, I think more than any other season, when we finished the finale and Aubrey didn't win, I was, like, confused as -hmm. to how that happened. Um, I feel like every other time I've been like yeah I wish that didn't happen but I understand like I just did not get it with Aubrey of course like now I understand it more but yeah like give me Aubrey
1: I'm with you I love Aubrey Um, that finale was definitely I think um, the most I have yelled after a final reveal I was so mad that she had lost Um, and I think with her and Steven both I Hmm. would have been more excited um, for this if they hadn't come back already and they kind of flopped a little bit. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: and even after Game Changers, I was still full on in Aubrey mode. Like, yep. I even picked her for um, Edge of Extinction. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know, I just, I feel like she's kind of lost her mojo. Yeah. And I'm I'm worried for her, but I also am with you that I love watching her on yep. my screen. So I can't fault you for the pick. Um, she I, did
0: get played.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.
0: Victoria...
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean Victoria's a great player. She is. So I need to see There's nothing play to again. be ashamed of there, but. Yeah.
0: Um, All right. Okay. Second to last pick.
1: So. This is tricky. I'm kind of with you. There's there's a couple people that I just kind of want to see for the fun of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well they would do. Um, but this person has been long enough that potentially they're a different person and they might be really great. Okay. Um. So they are probably one of the most villainous people um, just for one single decision. And that's Dreams Mm
2: -hmm.
1: from Survivor Fiji. Yeah. So (laughs) I, in the season of Survivor Fiji, I could not stand Dreams. I loved Yao Man. It killed me when he backstabbed him for the car. But I think that it would be fun to see an old... Mature dreams um, and just to see how his new outlook on the game. Uh-huh. I think potentially he could really surprise a lot of people. Um, I don't know anything about what he's up to now right. or if he follows the game or how he would do. But I think that it would be really fun um, for nostalgia's sake to have him back. in Yeah. The
0: game. Can you remind our v- listeners and me the details of that? Um, the car backstabbing, if you recall them yourself.
1: Um, yeah, so basically in the final four yeah. Dreams told Yao Man that he would give him immunity yeah. if he would give him the car. Yeah. And then he ended up backstabbing him or he Dreams was gonna give him the car afterwards or yeah. get the car afterwards, and so basically he traded immunity for the car, but yeah. then never gave the car uh-huh. to uh-huh. Yao Man. And then Yao Man got voted out because of uh-huh. it, so. Uh-huh. And Yao Man was such a sweet guy. He was,
0: yeah. I remember so. Yao Man vividly. And he
1: came back, but then it was kind of not so great, yeah. so.
0: Wasn't Yao Man, like, the original fake idol maker? Or one of uh, them, Uh right? Yeah,
1: he definitely made a fake idol. I don't know if he would say he's the original. Those are, it gets a little tricky in there. Yeah. But he definitely was one of the first.
0: Yeah. I remember that. All right, we're down to our final pick. Um, there's a lot of options here. A lot of real all stars left on the board, like um, Ken McNichol <laughs> and Missy Payne, um, Michael Scoopin and Lisa Welchel. <laughs> a lot of people that you know you just really need on your tribe. Philip Shepard, Sugar Kuiper. Um, yeah,
1: I thought maybe you were going to go for a Philip pick last round. For, uh, when I think, I'm um, done on Philip. When I dude. think jokes of all jokes, that's Philip to is, me. It is, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not even funny. Um, my joke pick would be Lillian Morris. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: She really fits on my tribe, but I am definitely not going to put her there.
0: <laughs> she would Although be like, she's probably
1: like in her 60s or 70s now. She
0: was like, she was old in, in Pearl Islands. Man. Yeah,
1: so she's. I mean, she's
0: got to be in her 70s. We could look it up. It'd but, be
1: great, seven-year-old Lil.
0: Yeah. First one gone, 100%. Not even close. I don't
1: know.
0: (laughs) Unless they somehow win, but that's going to be tough. Um, I've got to, like, end with a bang, you know? I can't just, like, pick some random, like, potential upside person. Let's, uh, let's get the Dragon Slayer back in here, huh? (laughs) Let's go with Coach. This is um, get him with Courtney. Get him with Courtney again, yeah. Um, Coach is somebody that I don't necessarily in- enjoy, <laughs> um, but I th- I think it would be pretty wild to see him play Survivor again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Have you like listened to any of the live shows that he's been at? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a wild dude still. So.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a crazy person. Yeah, but always enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and him and Jeff Probst together is like <laughs> such a fun dynamic. Uh-huh. They're like uh-huh. each trying to control the other one. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think Jeff's always in control, but Coach mm-hmm. maybe doesn't realize that. Yeah, he thinks he is. But yeah, he's a, a good pick. I think just for entertainment's sake. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: I don't think he makes it out of the merge, but.
1: Yeah, but I mean, in South Pacific, I didn't think he would make it that far, and then mm-hmm. he made it to the end. I yeah. mean, didn't really. Actually have a shot at winning at the end, but he did a lot better than I expected.
0: Yeah. And again, a season of losing finalists, I feel like Coach is one of the iconic ones. Definitely. All right. How are you rounding out your tribe?
1: This is tricky.
0: It is hard. There's so many people we're leaving on the board.
1: I know. I have. So uh, that's what I've had someone. I've had a couple people above people I've picked, um, but I just haven't felt compelled to go with them. It's really tough. I think, um, man, I don't know. Okay. I think I'm just going to go with this person I've had at 13 on my list this whole time and I keep skipping over them.
2: Okay.
1: Um, I don't know if you'll remember them, but I'm going to go with Nalia Dennis. Uh Uh-huh. So from Survivor Marquesas. Yeah. Um, she was 21 at the time, Mm -hmm. so she's only in her 40s now um she's definitely a survivor super fan she is around the survivor community she Mm -hmm. keeps up with the game um uh she's also a 40 something mother i believe yeah right into your wheelhouse the the rest of my tribe (laughs) um and i just think it would be fun to have someone from like the pre all-stars yeah i don't even know i think she's the only one that we have uh
0: yeah, the early all-stars.
1: So I just I feel like we got to have somebody from the yeah. early seasons.
0: Stephanie LaGrosa was the earliest one yeah. for her.
1: Yeah, and Palau, great season, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's do a quick uh, moratorium on the people we didn't pick, just some of the names left on the board, and then we'll take a look at our tribes. Undrafted are the likes of Kelly Wigglesworth. I'm just going through some of the highlights here. Mm-hmm. Colby Donaldson, uh, Matthew from uh, Panama.
1: But- Oh, oh not no, Mama. from uh, Amazon. Amazon, yeah. Matteo. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes. I don't
1: think he's a crazy person. He is a crazy person. I did person. not pick him.
0: Rob Mariano, losing nope. finalist.
1: Yeah, but I thought we took him out of the Oh, ring you're right, he's because the he winner. won. You're right,
0: you're right, right. He's out of the running. Uh, Danielle DiLorenzo. I
1: did have, so she was one I went back and forth on uh-huh. for a long time. I When I first thought of the list, Danielle was like a In my head immediately. I was like, Mm -hmm. Danielle. Yeah. But then the more I thought about it, we saw her in Heroes vs. Villains, and I kind of like talked myself out of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ozzy unpicked. Amanda Kimmel, a two-time losing finalist, unpicked. Uh, We got Philip Shepard, of course. Russell Hantz. Was the person I almost picked, but I couldn't get myself to do it. Isn't he playing on, like, Australian he Survivor? Did.
1: He played on Australian Survivor, but okay. he got voted out in the first tribal Yeah, Council. I think
0: that's just the uh, affirmation we need, that there's no need to include Yeah, I, in.
1: I, I mean, Russell was great for what he was, yep. but I don't need to see him anymore. Yep, we've moved on. And that's what, I feel like I definitely erred on the side of people who we haven't seen play a second time, mm-hmm. or that... We definitely, like, have seen them grow through their arc. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, Colby, I kind of feel like he had the end of his season. Yep. I loved him in Australia, but yep. I just couldn't bring myself to pick him.
0: Colby was my first ever favorite survivor.
1: I've always said I'll if I uh, get a dog since then, I guess none of my dogs have died since then, that <laughs> I would name it Colby. But right, uh,
0: yeah. I haven't, so. No need. Um, who else is left on the board? Don Meehan... She's a pretty iconic survivor for a while there. Monica Culpepper has played a couple times. Um, Will Sims. <laughs> yeah,
1: I definitely did not uh, consider picking no. him.
0: Tai Trang. Troy Zane. Troy
1: was someone I might have picked before Game Changers. Yeah. But after Game Changers, I just, I was like, we he saw him. He was on Game like, Changers? <laughs> Yep. But he's also from one of my <laughs> beloved seasons of One World. Yeah. So that which, Chelsea Messner was someone I wanted to pick. I love Chelsea. She's on mm-hmm. Southern Charm. Um, and she's now... <laughs> Are you uh, serious? Yeah, she's on a Bravo uh, reality TV show. That's of, hilarious. Like young people in the South. All right. Um, and she's, it's enjoyable. Kim guest starred. And I, oh, I heard about this. I would yeah. love to see her on Survivor again. It's just hard to say because... I feel like of the two, Sabrina was definitely the better mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went with Sabrina.
0: Yeah. Any other people that were left on the the board that were of note to you?
1: Um, I don't think so. I mean, so I had um, Katie Gallagher was someone I thought of. She's from Palau. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like the Courtney before Courtney mm-hmm. um, in terms of she was really a witty young woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's tough for me in the end because I thought Ian and Tom are both better players players than her. Mm-hmm. If Ian had been the finalist, I would've a hundred percent picked him. Mm-hmm. But it was Katie. So mm-hmm. um she was kind of one of those where I was maybe gonna pick her in the spur of a moment. But yeah. I
0: didn't. Yeah. You could have we could have had both Culpeppers. Yeah. <laughs> again. It's it's hard. I mean I
1: think Monica and Brad both would have a pretty good shot again. Uh mm-hmm. I think though they do kind of have some big targets on them yep. now. Yeah, they both big have like their names carry a lot of weight now. Yep. Um, especially now that they've both—I mean—they both made it to the end. Right. So um, it'd be crazy if they were on it together again.
0: That would be a really interesting dynamic if they were on it as like the only actual pair of people who like have a relationship outside the game. Yeah. You know, that would be really interesting. Uh, Mike White was somebody that I kind of thought about, but. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. Similarly, I feel like his story has been written and there's not much else there. I
1: agree. Yeah, he played a great game, but it felt like he almost kind of gave up at the end Mm -hmm. in terms of he was, he was like, I don't really care if I win this. Right. And so it's kind of like, how would he go through another 39 days? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there's much else there.
1: I think it would definitely be an exciting season, though.
0: Yeah, I, I really love the idea of this sort of season, especially coming off of The unannounced but all but um, confirmed season 40 that is, you know, going to be all former winners to follow that up with like an all former runners up, I think would be a really interesting Mm -hmm. thing to do. You do kind of a similar format as to what they did the season before, I think would be fun. So, yeah um take a look at your tribe here let's go ahead and just (laughs) run through each of our tribes and then we can reflect on yeah the tribe of mothers you ended up with Mama C Chrissy Hofbeck, Laurel Johnson Sabrina from One World Stephanie LaGrosa Ryan Ulrich (laughs) Becky Lee Chase Rice dreams and Nalia um, and I've got Dom Hannah Shapiro Spencer Bledsoe Courtney Yates Stephen Fishback Tasha Fox Gavin, whatever's Whitson, Whitson, Angelina Keeley, Aubrey Bracco, and Coach. What do you think about your tribe? How do you imagine this tribe functioning together? Who do you think from your tribe has the best shot to win? How do you project this all shaken out?
1: It's a tricky thing. So Ryan and Chrissy obviously probably have the strongest connection of the Uh people on my tribe, which potentially would make them targets except Mm. that they're gonna need so ryan i think would be in a bad spot because chrissy Uh is the stronger of the two and in the pre-merge you kind of need physical strength yep so i think ryan might be targeted quickly but he also could find an idol quickly
2: yeah
1: um of most of those people i think he's probably the scrappiest in terms of looking for that Mm -hmm. um i think you could see in my tribe like a old school versus new school pairing Uh um like nalia and stephanie And even Chase almost with and Dreams and Becky. I mean, those are all like older seasons. And then I've got the other half are newer seasons. Yeah, Um, it's. I think it would be interesting.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at my squad. To, I definitely leaned towards the more recent seasons. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I think it's more likely they'd get picked in. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, I'm just less familiar with some of those real old school people but yeah I think there would be some really interesting groupings with um, like you have a mixture of real like survivor big names and Coach and Fishback and Aubrey and Spencer um, with some of these people like, uh, like Gavin or Angelina or um, even I guess like Hannah to a lesser extent who are more mm-hmm. less well known people um, and it'd be interesting to see how that either leads to yeah that sort of that divide or if the people like you know coach and fishback are like battling it out yeah
1: i think well just in you reading that off i had two really crazy ideas so one was angelina harnessing coach is craziness for oh, her powers yes. um, and the other would be dom trying to like Jokingly pair himself up with Coach as like yeah. his new Wendell. I could totally could see t- that. Coach would go for it, but yeah. then Dom would know that he could totally like one-up him. Coach and yeah. like that he's not really his Wendell. I would um,
0: love a Dom-Coach pairing.
1: Yeah. That would be like, so like, fun. He would be, I mean, I feel like, I mean, Dom put up with um, Chris Noble. True. And he could probably deal with his craziness. Yeah. Um, and, and like talking with a straight face to someone who's saying completely absurd uh-huh. things.
0: uh-huh.
1: Um, I think that would be really those those three together I yeah. think would be really fun.
0: Yeah, could you imagine also like a a Hannah Shapiro, Aubrey Bracco, <laughs> Angelina <laughs> Keeley like power alliance? Yeah, that would be great. That would be wonderful. Well I
1: feel like too you have you kinda have so like Hannah and Aubrey are kinda the same archetype. Yeah. Spencer and Steven kinda the same archetype. So yeah. you have like those the nerdy pairs uh-huh. and they could potentially bond over yeah. their super fandom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think this would be a really fun season. You've got a good mix of people that are like definitely those big name draws. Um, You've got some lesser (laughs) known people that have big upside. Um, If you're to pick a make your winner pick, theoretical winner pick of this season based on what we've got.
1: I think that I will go with Laurel. Johnson yeah so I think pick. Laurel's got Dom on your tribe that she can connect with in any type of swap or merge mm-hmm. she also probably has connections with Steven and Spencer mm-hmm. just through the super fan community yeah. um, and I also think that she'll be able to relate to the mothers on my tribe mm. um, and maybe harness their nurturing and networking yeah. t- for her good yeah what uh, about you
0: I yeah I considered Laurel too for those reasons and that she really is like Non threatening at the beginning of the game, and can I think could really put a, a good game underneath her. I'm gonna pick Hannah Shapiro, um, I think for similar reasons, and that mm-hmm. she is not gonna be the biggest target on that tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think can in a stealthy way that uh, maybe commands more attention than in the past, yeah, put together a really good game. Um, I don't know who, yeah, is gonna like. Dislike eh, actually, I do know who's gonna dislike <laughs> Hannah. That's gonna be like Coach <laughs> and maybe like Dominic, but but
1: she's not that far off from I mean, she's a lot different than Sophie, but she's also yeah. he did well with Sophie, mm-hmm. so I think it could work.
0: Yeah, so I'll, I'll pick Hannah. I, I think that she's got a lot of upside and, I, and another try.
1: I think a cool thing too, while you were talking, that I was thinking about is um, these are all people who have. In some way, been slighted at a final tribal council. True. So potentially the jury votes will be way different. In That's a, in really this interesting. Season. Like because they're yeah. thinking of how they lost and why they lost, and yeah. they might see the nuances of a game that other people wouldn't see.
0: That's a great point. Like I
1: was just thinking, Aubrey, she would be more likely to vote for Hannah because Aubrey
0: uh-huh.
1: lost the game that Hannah lost yep. as well. Yep. Uh, for slightly different reasons, but very a uh, similar situation. Totally. So.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. It makes me think of like what people have said before and that people are on the jury are looking to vote for the person to win that they can say like, um, I don't know, like that person beat me at the game I was trying to play or whatever, where, Mm -hmm. yeah, in, in an even broader sense, you could look at the people on the jury could say like, I want to vote for the person that represents like the game that I played when I should have won, you Yeah, know? that yeah. would be, that would be really interesting and would make like, I think a really fun final tribal too.
1: Definitely. I think it would be really tricky in this season if, like, you had an Edge of Extinction type of thing, yeah. because I think these people would be really torn. Like, obviously, Gavin's going to be like, I'm mm-hmm. not voting for the Edge of yeah. Extinction winner. Yeah. Unless it's him, you know? True. Like, it's all about
0: perspective. But Wouldn't I that think. be a wild ride? It's <laughs> like, I got beat by the Edge of Extinction last time, and so I'm going to go there and <laughs> win.
1: Yeah, it would be crazy. It, I mean, that's Survivor. I could see it happening, yeah. for yeah. sure.
0: Well, at CBS, at Jeff, at everybody... Um, Here's your idea for a season. We'll take a cut of the earnings. We'll gladly take it. Um, You're welcome for coming up with this idea. You can just go ahead and take these tribes right from us if you want to. Um, Would love the cut, though.
1: Or just let us come out and do press, maybe.
0: That would be so fun. <laughs> or you <laughs> can just like, let us play. <laughs> <laughs> Take out the last two picks and let us play instead. Who are these two random people in this returning players season? First gone, 100%. We can convince them.
1: We're like a, a losing finalist no one remembers. I mean, who's <laughs> like, Becky Lee? Right. Anyways.
0: We played in Survivor South Africa. We were yeah. losing finalists <laughs> from <laughs> International Survivor.
1: I'll have to perfect my accent. (laughs) That's true.
0: Well, hey, thanks for uh, doing this draft with me. Super fun.
1: Definitely. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, And thank you for listening to our uh, Losing Finalist Season draft. Make sure that you subscribe to the feed because, um, you know what? I haven't even told my Outwatch um, fam that this is what we're doing next. But the next thing we're going to be doing... Um, for our normal season is going to be a short mini series um, where we're going to be deep diving an amateur survivor production um, that I produced. (laughs) So um, it'll just be like a four episode series, but it it should be a fun little departure. um, And it's mostly for selfish reasons, but uh, make sure to stick around and we'll have links to those videos and stuff. We'll talk about it when we get there. But